You're listening to episode five of the Destiny by Degree podcast, where I talk about lessons in authenticity and how sometimes there's collateral damage that goes along with them. So if you find yourself hesitant to do what you want to do because you're worried about what other people are going to think or who it will affect, then this episode is for you. Stay tuned. I'm Ashley Linkwich, and at the age of 23, I had moved across the world had a successful engineering career, and was incredibly unhappy. I knew that changing my life had to start from within, so I quit my job and made it my mission to not only create a life by design for myself, but help other young professionals do the same. So if you're feeling unfulfilled, want more out of life, or want to eliminate a sense of obligation to your degree, then this podcast is for you because you're going to learn how to transform yourself in order to transform your life. You're listening to the Destiny by Degree podcast, and I'm glad you're here. All right, lessons in authenticity. Now, this is something that I posted a bit about before, actually around the February mark, and I'll I'll get into that story in a little bit, but... When I say lessons in authenticity, what I really mean is, you know, that that feeling when you thought you wanted to do something and you're realizing this is actually not what I want to do, whether that's doing a certain degree or being friends with a certain person or buying something. I mean, shit, sometimes we even eat food and we're like, man, you know what? I really thought that I would like that and I didn't. I mean, obviously that's just a very simple example of what it would look like, but lessons in authenticity are so important because they show that we're growing. They show that we're evolving and transforming as individuals. Now, unfortunately, these lessons come sometimes with collateral damage, and that could be in the form of a friendship. I mean, so many of us have been in situations where we were friends with someone and and one day they might just do something or say something and we kind of take a step back mentally and and say, hold on, this really doesn't align with, with what I want or this person doesn't really gel with me. And so in order to grow and and move through that lesson, we we might have to get rid of that friendship or renegotiate the agreements that that that, that friendship is, is based on. So I want to start out with a story. And this, in my own interpretation, I don't know if I handled this the right way, but it'll all tie together in the end um, in terms of how it was a lesson for me. And unfortunately, this is not the first time this has happened. This is, in fact, the second time that this has happened in, in my recent years. So the first time that this happened, and you're probably wondering, Ashley, what is this? Well, okay, I'll get to that. But what happened was, it was I was in my last year of engineering school. I was only a few months away from graduating, and where I went to university is in a pro- in the province of Saskatchewan in Canada, which sounds cold, right? But sure enough, in the winter, it's minus forty, and there's nothing wrong with Saskatchewan. It's a beautiful prairie town or pra- prairie province rather. And I was in this great city, um, but 
a lot of people who grew up in Saskatchewan are from very small towns, and so they they stay in Saskatchewan. And I was I was dating this guy for a couple of months, and was under the impression that I was going to end up working in Saskatchewan and stay in Saskatchewan. Needless to say, I was doing this this weekend transformational course, and you're probably thinking, "Oh no, oh no, what what did she do? She had this." crazy awakening and she cut all her hair off. Well, nearly. Okay. I called him up halfway through this weekend and I said, look, like you're fantastic, but I actually want to move across the world and I'm moving to Australia. So this is, this is it. And unfortunately there was obviously collateral damage in that, in that I lost him um, out of my life. And Really, everything, that entire lesson had nothing to do with him and everything to do with me. Now, this happened again earlier this year. And what happened was I was seeing this incredible guy. He was he was great. We had so much fun together. We did cool stuff. We we were like two very, very close people and very similar in what we what we wanted and what we were doing. But I just hit this point where I realized I was just, I couldn't even put my finger on it, but it's that uneasy feeling in the pit of your stomach where you're just like, look, I don't think this is me. So what that ended up with was naturally ending the relationship, um, which was really unfortunate because of the collateral damage in that he's no longer in my life at all. And I lost a great friend out of that. Um, and that was really unfortunate, but the interesting part of that was afterwards, I was talking to my best friend, Melissa about it. And she said, Ash, I think you need to be really proud of yourself. And I was like, why? Like I just ended this relationship on a whim, on a gut feeling and lost a really close friend of mine. And, you know, I'm, I'm questioning what it was that I did. And she said, the old Ashley wouldn't have done that. Not in that the old Ashley would have approached it differently. The old Ashley would have put up with it because she was worried about what the collateral damage would be or what that other person would think or what other people around her would think or, oh, let me... Let me just put up with it because God forbid I make that person unhappy. But what I was really saying in those situations and when when I was deciding to to just go along with these different situations and, and make the other person happy was that I was prioritizing their own feelings above mine. And I was willing to compromise some of that authenticity that I was having or that I that I felt like I needed to express because I was worried about that collateral damage. And so I'm here to tell you that collateral damage is inevitable in lessons of authenticity. Now, that is com- you commonly see that in um in social media these days with all the memes and people saying like, "Oh, get rid of what doesn't serve you." What, you know, cut out everything that doesn't serve you. Okay. Fair enough. What what doesn't serve you? I mean, serve is an interesting way to put it. Is something not serving you because 
you guys have like a different agreement in in whatever is not serving you or do you have stories about what something should look like or different expectations so i don't really like to use the word serve because that that opens a whole nother can of worms but if it's something that you don't feel at your gut level aligns with who you are or or what you want to what you want to achieve or the path that you're on then it's okay to let that go now this also came up a lot with me growing up for multiple reasons. One, in the relationship with my father, as well as going to engineering school naturally. Um, and in, a, in another episode, I'll talk about how I used my degree to try and forge a relationship with my father because he was an engineer. But in this episode, I really want to talk about, okay, how was I showing up? in my relationship with my father and the collateral damage that that happened when I decided to show up authentically, but then how that's really turned around. So growing up, I walked on a lot of eggshells around him. I didn't talk to him a whole lot. I didn't really like him a whole lot. And we just really had this quite toxic and short, um, highly like sh there was a short fuse in our relationship. He would get upset, I would get angry. And as soon as I kind of moved off to university and started doing this self-development work, I realized that me playing small in my relationship with him wasn't authentic. Of course, I wanted a relationship with my dad, but I was walking on eggshells with him, blaming him for all of the communication problems that we were having and Oh, if only my dad would listen to me, if only my dad would tell me he's proud of me, if only he would do all of these things, then we could have a proper relationship. And it was only when I decided to get really authentic in a conversation with him that it all turned around and started to turn around. Obviously, everything is a process. Now, I do want to mention here before I get back to that story that being authentic can be as simple as a conversation with someone being like, look, this is how I've been showing up. Or look, I've been pretending X when really Y. And this is this is the harm that I've been causing, or this is the cost of the way that I've been acting. I haven't been feeling myself. I've been blaming you for all of these things or X, Y, Z. So it can be as simple as a conversation where it's just like, look, I've been pretending that this is okay with me, but it's really not and opening up that communication. And ultimately, that's a conversation I had with my father where I said, look, dad, it's I've been pretending that I'm fine with not communicating with you. I've been pretending that I'm okay with going to engineering school. And I've been pretending that once you, you know, tell me I'm proud or that you're proud that that I'll be happy when in reality, I've been blaming you for a lot of the issues we have with communication because God knows I wasn't calling him either and a bunch of other things um, that I wasn't being authentic about. And really what that created was just a space between us where he could actually share like, Ash, of course I've always been proud of you. You could have done anything and I would have been proud of you. And it really opened up that communication for us. Now, in the two previous examples um, with the relationships. Yes, these conversations were had, but it, it was at a point where what I needed to do authentically, just 
did not did not involve them moving forward. And that's it sounds my own interpretation. It sounds bad to say that, but ultimately it was a lesson in, okay, this wasn't really, um, it wasn't for me in the way that I originally thought, and it's okay to move on. And that's something too, is that part of being authentic, authentic is really sitting with yourself and saying, okay, is this collateral damage something that I'm willing to have? Now, naturally, deciding between that, deciding between having, quote unquote, having the collateral damage and not is prioritizing whether or not you're willing to adapt a certain behavior or do a certain thing in order to keep that person in your life. But I think it's important here to prioritize your authentic self because when you think about who you're showing up as or how you're showing up even energetically in something that you're not really into, like, I mean, we've all taken classes that we're not really into versus classes that we love. And we've all had friends that we just get on with like a house on fire and then friends that we're like, uh, you know, could take it or leave it. And so I ask you to really think about, okay, how am I showing up energetically in this and prioritize that quote unquote high vibe um, situation and as well as something that feels authentic with you, which I mean, typically in those high vibe situations, that's how we know that we're authentic. It's literally that gut feeling um, that we feel. But when you're in these situations and deciding, okay, is this something I'm willing to give up? I'm not saying to to choose between acting a certain way and um, not being your authentic self, but rather opening up that communication really opens up a space for, I don't want to say negotiation, but establishing new agreements in that relationship or situation. Whether that's, hey, look, I really feel like I haven't been able to get through to you or communicate with you and saying, you know, what would really help me in this situation or help me feel authentic was if we both showed up like X, Y, Z, or if um, if I was able to take this path and had your support in it and different things like that. I mean, that's I've had that experience in my own self-development journey where where I'm talking with people or previous relationships even, and I say, look, I'm I'm going through this journey and this healing and this transformation. And in order for me to show up authentically, I just need to know that I have your support. And it can honestly be that simple. So really thinking about, okay, is it something that I'm necessarily willing to give up in terms of if it's a relationship or... Um, is it something that I really want to establish new agreements on? And now that comes into personal responsibility as well, because when having the conversation is really getting responsible for it, and I can see how that was something I really missed out on in the past, or I truly wasn't responsible. I just said, oh, so-and-so is is causing me to either, you know, lack freedom or be inauthentic when really, I mean, I'm the only one in control of being authentic. And and there's a very good chance that if I would have shown up authentically, those guys would have been like, man, this is great. Ash is cool. Um, but I didn't even give them the chance to do that. And so there is a huge personal responsibility 
element to this as well. Now, I, although I've been discussing relationships and as it pertains to personal responsibility, it's not necessarily a relationship. Like I mentioned before with my engineering degree, it would have been, I mean, three or four years into it that I told my dad, I was like, look, I have no interest in being an engineer. And he basically said, yeah, that's totally fine. But the the lesson in authenticity and the collateral damage there is not the actual physical thing. Because if I was to ditch the engineering degree, the degree doesn't give a shit. The degree doesn't care. There's, there's no emotion there. The only collateral damage there is what I make that mean. How I perceive myself based on the decision that I've made. So for me, I would have never quit my engineering degree because for me, having an engineering degree was a symbol of success. It was a it was a ticket to bigger things. It was it was the goal. So regardless of whether or not it didn't feel authentic to me, it was still something I wanted to do. Whereas but that's also because of the meaning that I attach to it in that for me, it meant that I would be successful if I had the engineering degree. I would have something to show for my hard work. I would have a one-up on all of those kids that picked on me in high school. Like, you know, the old, fuck you, I have an engineering degree. What do you have mentality? Which, I mean, that's a whole nother can of worms, right? But we need to look at, okay, what does it mean if I give this up because it doesn't serve me anymore? What does it mean if I give up that friend group, what does it mean if I stop dressing like that? What does it mean if I stop posting on Instagram all the time or like, you know, I'm I'm on Snapchat? I, I don't know what it could be, but it's all about the meaning that you associate with it. That's the collateral damage. And sometimes we want that to be collateral damage because we realize like, hold on, for me, I only thought that I was cool or popular if I had over a thousand Instagram followers, but I can only keep that many followers if I post blah, 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 whatever the meaning is. And really looking at that and saying, hold on, what would it look like if I knew that I was cool and popular as it is? Why do I have to be popular? What does being popular mean to me? And things like that. So really unpacking, okay, what is the collateral damage in this situation? Is it just a story that I tell myself about the situation? And how can I break that down anyways? So becoming your authentic self is really the first, I mean, I want to say it's the first step in transformation, but it's an ongoing step. It's it's like that underlying goal if you will, air quote goal throughout the transformation process is becoming your authentic self and becoming your true self. And I really think that those initial feelings is the perfect point of transformation when you start to feel that, I mean, for me anyways, I get a physical sensation like a pit in my stomach where I say, hold on, something is not right. This relationship is not right. This this friend group is not right. This degree is not right. This job is not right. And ultimately, once you realize that, you can't unrealize that. You can't unrealize that you really like, I don't want to say don't like your boyfriend or girlfriend, but that like you just, 
they're just not for you or that you you can do better and you know better is of course an interpretation as well there's there's so much woven into this but that initial pit in your stomach you can't unfeel that and so once you do then if you're staying in the relationship i mean it could be one of two things well it is two things it's you're getting responsible in that you're you're facing it, you're owning up to it and saying like, look, this really isn't working for me, but I think we need to establish new agreements or, and rather, you're making a choice. You're making a choice to stay there. I made a choice to stay in my engineering degree. I made a choice to end those relationships. I made a choice to stay in a job recently that was absolutely driving me crazy and giving me so much stress that my hair literally fell out. So at that point, once once you feel that feeling, like I said, I know I'm reiterating it, but you can't unfeel that. And so you get to decide what is the collateral damage that, that I want to take on here. Is it just unpacking the stories that I have around why this doesn't serve me and getting responsible for creating something that does and realizing that you have the choice, but also sitting back and appreciating yourself for having that lesson. Like Melissa said, she said, the old Ash wouldn't have done this. The old Ash would have stuck through it and just kind of made herself small in order to fit into that relationship or mold herself to what her her boyfriends or degree or parents wanted her to be instead of being that authentic self. And so be patient with yourself through these. Like shit, I mean, I've had to really take a step back and be patient with myself and and learn from myself when I call my boyfriends and and have broken up with them. I mean, that's not something I want to say I'll ever do again because it's not great interpretation. Interpretation is not great, but it's being patient with yourself and learning from yourself and realizing that, you know, the first time we walked, we were stumbling. But then once you're on that train of becoming your authentic self, it'll just be, it'll become easier and more natural for you to be like, look, you know, this is, this is what I've been pretending. I've been pretending that, that I've been feeling this way or that I've been okay with this, when in reality, I'm really not. And those simple conversations, although they're not easy to have, it takes a lot of bravery to have those, especially in relationships. But that bravery really needs to be appreciated by you. So a huge takeaway here is that, yes, there will be collateral damage when you're learning and evolving throughout being becoming your authentic self. But how that collateral damage affects you is completely up to you, whether that's through unpacking the stories you have around something or deciding to actually just have that, um, to restore that authenticity with, with someone and say, look, I've been pretending this when really I meant something else. And as well to really appreciate yourself in that moment when you're stumbling through these lessons because you're not just going to get up and leap into authenticity. It's not a, it's not a three-step program. It's like a snowball and that snowball is not perfectly round. Let me tell you, it is constantly, I'm constantly evolving and stumbling and hitting a couple of rocks on the way down the hill. 
So be patient with yourself, learn from yourself, but never see a lesson in authenticity as a bad thing. Bad, I'm saying colloquially. Bad as in something that you shouldn't do. Don't feel hesitant to become your authentic self. If something doesn't feel right to you, or if you think that you want to do another path or follow another path, then follow that intuition. And I'll do another episode another time on, on the meaning of that. But in for this episode, I want to encourage you to become your authentic self because energetically, like I said before, when we show up as our authentic selves, it has the power to transform everything around us. Trust me. I mean, like I said, gave the example earlier, how much more willing are you to show up in a class that you love versus a class that you hate? With that, I will see you on the next episode and thank you for listening. Remember to be authentic and seriously, let's stumble through these lessons together. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Destiny by Degree podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review so we can continue to help other young professionals transform and grow. You can get in contact with me on my Instagram at ash.link or via email to hello at ashleylinkwich.com. I'll see you on the next episode.